The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjo Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And as always, we invite you to join the discussion on Twitter and look for this show as hashtag leadership. For today, uh, the topic is Unleash the Warrior Within, and our guest is John Ellinger, who's the CIO with Bowling Green State University. Hi, John. How are you? Good morning. How are you today? Very good, sir. I love the, the excitement and the spirit in your voice. I'm, I'm enjoying and already with the conversation we had just before we got on air, and we should roll. So the reason we are doing this topic, so you see this, is because Every day we hear uh, issues and or challenges that businesses are facing, plus they're trying to move at a warp speed. So it looks like it's a state of war. And if that's the case, do we have warriors in our team and is our, are our troops ready mentally and physically to take this on? So, so we thought, why not talk about that and say that, okay, can we expect a regular nine-to-fiver or someone who works in IT to become a warrior or act or think like a warrior? And if, if we really indeed want that to happen, how would you go about building those troops in that way? So that said, John, the first question is, we know that these enterprise workers that we have, whether in IT or as business, they really are not always bringing that warrior spirit, which is where they would intend to serve. They would like to fight for the interest that they have in the mission, making things happen, and for their team. They, they are not that material, at least on the surface. Would you agree? Uh, I would agree uh, that uh, the the majority of um, uh, newcomers or individuals in the IT uh, don't come with uh, that uh, engaged spirit. I think that uh, those of us in leadership positions uh, are the ones who have to uh, kind of show them the way, lead the way uh, to... Uh, what they can do to be that warrior, how they can be the advocate uh, for their business and their advocate for uh, uh, the IT side of the world. Um, but I don't believe that they come naturally uh, predisposed uh, to, um, to be a warrior automatically. And when they don't come, so so we have an opportunity, right? So so when we know that this is going to be an act of war from all sides combined, and at least that's where we are heading. 
and and it is it, while it's it's, it's uh, we are symbolizing war but to some extent the the situations that we deal with or the type of demands that are being placed on us are no less so if if the people do not have that mindset either either they're working in the same company or they're joining a new organization they are in for a shock what do you do to prevent that well, the first the, the first piece is is the the fact that uh, we are at war, as you said, uh, sets up an adversarial relationship, uh, and uh, I don't believe that uh, if we're in the same business, and I'll use our institution as an example uh, in the business of higher education, uh, if uh, to be the best product, the best uh, support we can be, we all have to be on the same page. So, so I don't. Uh, maybe the war isn't between the members of the business as much as it maybe is uh, in helping our students. But uh, I don't think it's adversarial. I, I believe that the IT side uh, of the house needs to be. Uh, col- uh, complementary, collaborative, supportive, however you want to do it, we both have to be on the same page as to what we're trying to achieve. Uh, and those warriors that are coming in the door uh, need to be sure they uh, are clear as to what we're trying to achieve. And if we're on the same page, uh, then we can help each other become warriors on both sides. So would you think that when a warrior enters an academy, they while they may have that confidence that, yes, they can nail it, but then you do an objective evaluation and you give them, take them through a test to know whether they can really, um, you know, face or, or are they ready or they have the DNA, you do all that test. But if the people that you're already inheriting or they are to be morphed, that means you're bringing them back to the academy and going to take them through this ordeal uh, and or, or or the training, if you will. So, what is it that you expect of them before uh, they accept this this invitation for training? Uh, they have to be willing willing to change. They have to be willing to be open uh, about uh, how they uh, perform and do their their duties and jobs. Um, when uh, I, uh, one of the first things that I did when I came to BGSU was to ask uh, my staff what business we were in. And most of them gave answers of technology or higher education or learning or something like that. And that was not, those were not the right answers. Uh, the answer for us is we're in the people business. I have 20,000 uh, young uh, minds who are our customers uh, every single day. Uh, I get one-fifth uh, one quarter or almost one third of them new every single year, uh, so they're changing all the time. My customers are changing. Um, they may be using our tools, they may be using our resources and our systems and so forth, uh, but they come with different needs. They come with uh, different expectations. Uh, and just because I have a technology toolkit does not mean that I'm only using the te- the technology to, uh, uh, to to support them or meet their needs. We that's the first thing that I have to change uh, of of our people when they come in is to remind them and keep them refreshed. Whether you're an, uh, an old timer or you're a new timer, 
we're in the people business. Uh, we have to earn our wings every single day. Uh, IT is operational 24 hours a day. Um, uh, when we were uh, uh, a couple of years ago, I had a faculty member in the middle of the night uh, who was giving a presentation in Augsburg, uh, 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 Germany, and he lost his... Uh, his screen had a, a blue screen of death, and uh, in the middle of the night, he gets a hold of uh, of our guys and says, "I need help because I'm giving presentation in seven hours." And uh, remotely, some one of my staff stayed until two o'clock in the in our time uh, just to get him ready to go. Uh, that uh, that commitment doesn't come just because uh, uh, of the IT side. It comes because they they have an expectation that they're going to support the people who are in our organizations. Now, whatever you you are suggesting to kind of get these people up to speed. Now, they they all want to do it. I'm sure everyone comes to work not they don't come to work saying that I want to mess up today, right? So. So they, when they are coming in, they definitely have the high spirits, and I'm sure a lot of it also is uh, confidence that they have they, they have in themselves. So, but now we we start putting work on them. They have more than spilling plate, and I think IT department is notorious for uh, burning out uh, the people. And when you have the stress and you got the fatigue, you also can then exhaust them and instill sometimes fear unknowingly and unintentionally, which will in turn eat away into their trust and confidence in themselves. How do you prevent that? Because that's not on them. You're the one giving orders or your managers are the ones giving orders. And how do I, how do I create the framework uh, to make sure that they are successful and taste the success and want to uh, to do uh, a great job, uh, because as a leader uh, of their group and as of IT, how I frame their work, how I frame their projects, how I frame their responsibilities um, uh, will dictate their the ability to succeed. Um, yes, they have uh, their skill set, and yes, they may have a great attitude, uh, but. Um, uh, you cannot uh, put everything on the plate uh, all at the same time. Uh, we all have emergencies that come up from time to time when systems don't work or access controls don't uh, uh, function properly and so systems go go down. Uh, we all have that uh, what I call adrenaline uh, surge uh, that happens. And how often can can an individual go through the adrenaline surge of having a system go down and, and, and focusing on it? Um, I think it's part of our responsibility as, as IT leaders to manage uh, that, um, uh, if you want to call it infrastructure or the structure around them or their workload. That's, uh, I think, part of our responsibility. You know, the... The typical warrior is someone who is 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 someone who likes to win, and winning matters to them, and they they would give all that they have. We are trying to have our enterprise workers deliver the results of a warrior and think like a warrior, but act like an artist, because we are saying, <laughs> go ahead. Great analogy. 
right? I mean, if you think about it, if, if you want the results of a warrior, they have to give all they have and they have to win at all costs. That's the kind of mindset you should have them. But on the other hand, we want them to be innovators, come become creative, bring something which will allow the enterprise to be relevant. So that is out of the, uh, out of the box, right? And then that, that in order to do that, you say, okay, you know what? We should build a culture where failing is acceptable. So this is, is, uh, this is a conflict. Uh, it, it, it can be a conflict uh, unless you have an understanding that you want people to innovate or to uh, create. Um, I think the other piece to the me is that um, uh, I hope that my staff would agree uh, that they don't feel like they are an individual uh, solely, that they are a part of a team, not just a larger team, but smaller teams that they can go to others and, and work with and collaborate uh, and support each other, uh, that this is not an, an individual competition or an individual race. This is a team event and a team uh, exposure uh, for us all, and no one person has the right answer uh, for that, and so uh, building those teams uh, and availability and supporting innovation, um, uh, I think, is um, a part of that culture uh, that makes a better workplace. Uh, I can't. There's some things that I can't control. I can't control when that system's always when that system's going to go down, or when that next uh, problem's going to come in the door, um, or the next security uh, attack's going to occur. I can't control that, uh, but I can control. Uh, the team and the culture and the responsibility and the helpfulness uh, of, um, of each other in supporting each other. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back and then continue this discussion about, uh, you know, the team or individual or the organization. And that's what you want to make sure that the, the each warrior first thinks about the organization, then the team and by and at the end themselves. But at the same time, we spoke about someone who is supposed to deliver results like a warrior, but think like an artist. So who is going to play the artist and who's going to play the warrior? How is this all going to come together? And when we say the team is the one which is going to take accountability, when you've got more than one person taking accountability for the results, then individual accountability somehow gets buried and which could have its own repercussions. How do we deal with it? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? 
If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, John, as you already see that it takes more than one soldier to build a troop, and but each soldier counts, and their, their capabilities, their confidence, their focus, their discipline, all of that matters. So if we start at the lowest level, which is that individual warrior, they, that person ought to know what's the expectation of them and what are they supposed to be doing and, and, and how can they best leverage their core DNA versus slapping something on top. And then you want a team to come together, finally connecting all of that to a mission. So that's a tall order. Yes, it is. That is a very tall order for, for any organization. And the larger it gets, the harder it becomes. Um, and I think uh, I, I liked your, your, your analogy that you had in the first part about uh, the artist. And the, uh, um, sometimes uh, we forget uh, that IT, a lot of IT people are are skilled artists. Um, I don't care whether it's security or web or or application developers or even the help desk people on the front door um, who are answering people's questions. They they are artists. They are they are fine tuning their instrument and their skills uh, to uh, to play that instrument. Um, and that's where you start. Uh, I think that is uh, the a, a foundation of which we start. Uh, to do it, and not every one of those artists will will ever become the uh, zealot or the warrior as you 've described it uh, to help uh, the whole organization become that. Not every one of those artists is a leader or wants to be a leader, but in their own right, they are uh, a true link to the to the uh, uh, team. Uh, I think where you also start is with expectations. Uh, to me, uh, they come up with, uh, for our group, it's been um, uh, uh, trying to get each of them to understand some, uh, for me, principles, guiding principles. Um, number one is, um, uh, are you a professional? And that goes back to your artist. Are you, uh, are, do you have technical skills, but you also have to have uh, the professional 
mannerism and uh, doing the job right the first time. That's that's my definition of professional. Is the professional is the person who does the job right the first time, even when nobody's looking. Um, the second one is: Are you are you a leader? Do you want to be a leader on this campus uh, for uh, for the technology? Uh, and that technology on this campus is in the office, uh, in the classroom, in the research labs. Uh, and in the libraries, uh, and uh, uh, are you going to be collaborative with everybody? That's an expectation that I have for everybody that's here. Um, and you, there's an emphasis. Uh, our our entire country is on an efficiency kick. Uh, without uh, looking a lot at the effectiveness of the efficiency. Um, and that is important for uh, each of these uh, individual artists to understand as they're joining a team is that we have to be effective, not just efficient. And we also have to be results-driven. Um, uh, it doesn't matter if we spend spin our wheels for for uh, uh, eight hours a day if we have not accomplished anything and our our, our campus our customers our, our our students and our faculty uh, know that they uh, expect us to have that and that's part of the delivery we have so coming back to the artist how do I get them up I, I start them with a, a set of values or principles uh, that I expect from each of them uh, and uh, and then I meld it in with their artistry that they've already created uh, to be a team player with it. So here you're, you have an interesting definition the way you, you define an artist. Now, artist also has a creative side. And the person, and especially when you talk about knowledge workers versus industrial workers, these guys are not building widgets. And, and something that they are supposed to deliver as of to be a high quality, it should have minimal defects and should be able to help deal with many, many different scenarios that you want, you, you feel that you're going to encounter as part of your software or whatever else that you put in place. So all of that requires things beyond a set of skills and something mm-hmm. which can be applied any and everywhere. So, so I've yet to see a warrior who's also an artist, which is having the creative side. I'm not saying they cannot be creative, but they're not allowed to be creative if you're trying to have a war, war going on. <laughs> well, I think uh, I would uh, say that there are a lot of warriors who are very creative. They may not have the uh, artist skill set, as you have, have said, but uh, but I, uh, I know a lot of... Uh, of warriors uh, who are um, focused and principled and and dedicated and uh, uh, and so forth, who are also highly innovative, highly creative. Uh, maybe not in in the scheme that we've uh, thought of, but I, I know a lot of those folks on that uh, on the warrior side. And I would I would also say that uh, there are uh, a a group of the IT people who are very much uh, warriors. Um, in the fact, um, one of the things that uh, in my career that I that I did, which uh, uh, was kind of interesting, uh, was that. And this is, comes back to the warrior coming to the um, artist side. Um, our um, commandant of our ROTC department was retiring here from BG. 
uh, and uh, the president sent his resume around, graduate of West Point, uh, two tours in in uh, Iraq, uh, and uh, lots of leadership, lots of skills, absolutely no IT. Uh, and I asked to meet with him and to have him come uh, to uh, talk with me, and he comes in, he says, I know nothing about IT. I said, I'm not... I'm not I want to hire you for IT. I want to hire you for your your people skills, your leadership skills, your management skills, your project skills, uh, your drive skills, because those are the ones that we need right now. And uh, ended up hiring him as uh, our new uh, manager for our uh, data warehouse uh, team. And... Uh, uh, you don't necessarily find uh, these people every day. They're not common, uh, but uh, that's the reverse of taking a warrior and putting him. He's still with me. He's doing a fabulous job, uh, and he understands now uh, some of that artistry on the backside. Uh, and he's very creative at being able to deliver results for people. So let's talk focus. So if you take anyone uh, who is supposed to deliver, they have to focus. Now, we are living in this age of ADD, literally, where we have strategy (laughs) of the week. You got, uh, you know, where where we want to do new thing every other quarter or every other month because something new comes out in technology or, or the business wants to move in a different direction because they feel the world around them is shifting so quickly. So if you've got strategy of the week, and then you make people work in an agile fashion where each project takes two, two weeks to complete because then you have to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not downplaying that agile methodology, sure. but I'm saying everything is being short-circuited and or, or being compressed in such small capsules, if you will. What do you think is going to happen to such soldiers? Can they really keep their mind straight and help win the war? Not winning the battle, but winning the war is what is in question here. The flavor of the week, as you have described it, uh, happens every every week. <laughs> Somebody will come up with something. Uh, the question becomes, uh, does that flavor, does that task, does that application or, or process uh, actually fit in to what needs to be done for the organization. Um, And again, coming back up to the leader's level, that leader group, uh, the CIOs and and the people uh, at their level uh, have to uh, keep a focus on uh, what is the end goal. Uh, And if that end goal is changing, uh, what does it mean? A good example for for me in the last month uh, has been that uh, the president and provost decided that we will add a January session to our uh, spring semester each year, uh, and that we want to do this, uh, you know, starting time in about eighteen months. Um, what are the changes that have to be occurring in those systems? Um, and what are we going to add that's going to be new? Um, in the end result, the IT becomes a, uh, a not the driver, but the recipient of information from the registrar's office, student financial aid, the bursar's office, the admissions people, and everybody else telling us these are the 
the business processes that we have to change in order to make this work. And then we have to relate that back. So those kinds of strategic decisions are much different than the new technology uh, of the week or I've got this new tool that's going to have it or uh, as what happened last week, uh, a vendor calls up and says, um, you can't use my software any longer. You've got to find something else. So uh, I think it's our task as the leaders of them to help that not only the strategic, but also the tactical. How do I get there uh, to make the strategic happen? And uh, and we're doing that every day, uh, almost every week. When somebody calls calls me up and says, "Hey, I got this thing," uh, or it's a new new tool, and I think I can make it work. And um, that's what happens on in this campus, probably more so on on college campuses than in a, in than in a business, uh, because I've got. Um, about 900 innovative faculty who are always challenging us to new, do new things too. Now, when you're looking at this focus and you mentioned about the, the steps you would take to bring focus by coming outside in and kind of managing these troops. Now, there has to be something which would allow these people to build focus from within. Are there some triggers that you feel will help them focus and it is more voluntary versus you trying to manage because they should be doing the right things when no one is looking. They should not be getting succumbing to the, the distractions that you have today, whether it's social media or other type of chit chat or, or whatever L other pet projects that they may have. Mm-hmm. How do you get them all together so they converge their clarity, their concentration and their actions to create that strong focus? Um. Good communication, both up and down um, with them, um, identification of what are the um, uh, things that we are currently working on. Uh, every week uh, we do a, uh, a, about a 40-minute uh, project meeting uh, describing everything that we are, are working on or we're doing uh, in, in that project form. Uh, who's responsible for it, how we're getting it done. Uh, that is then transmitted across this campus uh, so that everybody on campus knows what our people are working on. Uh, and uh, those individuals that are on each of the projects uh, know exactly what the timelines are and what they're, what they're to do. Uh, once a month I meet with each of, uh, well, not each, I meet with all of my <clears throat> members of my team uh, which is about a hundred folks, uh, and we talk about what uh, we are currently working on, what the progress is, uh, what the environment is that uh, is out there, anything that's new that has happened uh, in the last uh, uh, couple of weeks that change. If I've got something that is immediate, like the January term, uh, it usually goes to uh, those folks to know, uh, hey, this may be a change in direction. Uh, that's coming our way, and when the Board of Trustees approves it next month, it becomes official. So I, I think it's good communication as to being transparent uh, as both upward and downward and uh, across so that uh, those warriors out there know what they're doing is going to contribute to the strategic success of our organization. Let's take a quick break, listeners. Uh, We'll be right back, and let's talk about 
the very foundational elements that we need to have as someone is hired in like you know when you do an academy do a tryouts and that's what uh, we discussed earlier but now let's talk about what is it that we should be testing for knowing the environment that we are going to have going forward so that when they do come in they are the best they can be in terms of as a as a foundation foundation that they have so that they can be converted into soldiers and if we do do the test with the people who we have already the ones we inherited and if they turn out that they are not truly the soldier material is there a possibility to repurpose them to so that they can be supporting in a contributing capacity so that not they're not in the war directly but still can contribute so how do you go about making sure that each person in the team eventually is is actually directly or indirectly contributing towards winning the war please stay tuned listeners we'll be right back from the boardroom to you voice america business network your growing business needs a highly productive workforce effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, John, since we know that we cannot take paintbrushes into the war, that means artists are not allowed, especially when you're dealing with it, but you may end up landing some of those people as part of the tryouts when they come in, and you might have to test them. So, yeah, you can weed them out at that level, but there are many others who you already have in your team, and if you try to make take a second look at them, some of them may be the ones, but not a fit. So, so if such people are there, what do you do with them? Do you manage them out, move them another group, or you repurpose them so that they can contribute in some capacity to win the war? Probably those and a few other uh, ways of doing it. I think the first thing for me uh, on the folks 
who have been here a while or have um, uh, been thinking about uh, um, the tail end of their career, uh, how can I get them excited? Do they want to be involved in any of the, the items we have? Uh, can I move them to a different location uh, in the organization uh, to do a different function for a while, give them a little change of pace, so to speak, so that they can um, uh, get excited about doing things? Uh, have they ever wanted to do something else uh, prior to that? Uh, I've taken uh, a few folks and put them into project management uh, areas and communication. Uh, it's kind of interesting also uh, we do a lot of um, what I'll call cross-training uh, of individuals here. Uh, we do, obviously, um, a training for classroom uh, technology as well as uh, the system-type technology or research technology. So um, bringing one of those artists uh, to uh, get out of their comfort zone and try something new is there. Um, I also um, have from time to time moved them to another place in the organization so that they can learn the business if you please, um, uh, with, uh, say, the registrar or student financial aid or the admissions office uh, to find out what the business is like uh, for them to come back. Um, so I think uh, uh, the solution for uh, where an artist could end up or where the warrior could end up um, really is dependent upon that individual and uh, what they want to do and how, how they want to perceive their work life. Uh, because I think that is a, a component. We all in IT work, uh, we're on call 24 hours a day. We work a lot more hours than, than most. And as you said, the pressure gets there. Uh, can I take them out of the pressure, put them someplace else, give them a little refresher, and then bring them back uh, to do something else? I've done that with about three of my staff. Uh, who you, as you describe, burned out, so to speak, uh, because uh, they were um, uh, trying to do uh, everything uh, uh, at the same time. Now, one is to look at the way you, you saw what you did, but the other thing is also to see the discipline, right? So, so if you look at soldiers, everyone has a, follows a uniform code of conduct and they adhere to the processes and policies which are laid out. Look at the workforce today. They want to work from home. I'm saying nothing wrong with it. I'm just kind of bringing the facts in front of you. They want to have their own schedule. They want to be able to take vacations to Hawaii whenever they want, but they said they will get the job done. And, and then there are certain leaders who are following it. And then some of them say, we want 20% of our time to do some pet projects so that we can blow our creative steam. So... What do you say to that and also allowing then so that you have the people in the first place who will stick around because that's the new generation we're talking. And then at the same time, you want to win the war. How are you making that magic happen? Uh, well, I think the, there, there is a difference between the generations today. 
the new generation, uh, I don't think think of their career as uh, my generation did, which was a career. Uh, I think they're seeing it as a job, a position, uh, something to fulfill them. Uh, I don't think that they uh, see that as a desk job. Uh, I think they see that as uh, being flexible. Uh, the question uh, uh, in our IT world is, how do you deal with the business if you are not working with them? Now, a lot of the larger industries and companies have gone to um, working from home or working uh, off-site and doing a lot via a WebEx or Skype or some other uh, process uh, to do communications. Um, but um, for our folks here, um, I would say that uh, the vast majority of them have to be on site uh, and have to deal with uh, the business owners uh, and be their advocates uh, for them. Uh, and that does not necessarily mean they can do it from the Poconos or Hawaii. Um, they, can, uh, they need to, uh, to have that involvement with them. Uh, can we be flexible uh, with that? Yeah, we can. Uh, I've got one, two of my staff who are um, uh, doing a remote work uh, um, for them for family issues, but I think it's being flexible with them and using their skills when necessary. As long as they're willing to be flexible with it, and if there is a meeting they needed to attend, that they attend that meeting uh, while they enjoy their flexible uh, hours, uh, that's fine too, uh, because we are capable of doing remote work. The question is, is that in the best interest of the organization? And and the fact that we were talking about the discipline is because we want predictability, right? Yes. And and predictability is yep. yeah, consistency and predictability, which in a way comes across as reliability for the whole department that, okay, I can rely on IT to solve my problem. So if you, and I'm not saying that they should not be given the flexibility, and frankly, some organizations have done a fantastic job of becoming completely virtual and still deliver results. Should it be like a top-down or it should be from within? And that's why the very topic says the person becomes a soldier from within. On one hand, they may want the flexibility, but that should not take away the discipline of delivering every time consistently. Mm-hmm. And uh, using the... the uh, I'm trying to think of two things at the same time, but um, if I were on a military team, uh, and I had an objective that had to be done or a task that had to be done, I would want my team members uh, there. Um, in this virtual world that we're in today, I think that, pardon me, sometimes the cyber and I'll take the cyber wars we're in right now, those are all being fought by people who never meet each other. Um, and um, uh, higher education is doing more distance learning uh, where uh, our students, uh, like the University of Phoenix areas or uh, some of the other uh, types, we're all doing it. Uh, we have about uh, uh, 10% of our student population that is only going to class remotely. 
Um, and they're talking to IT staff remotely or on chats or on mobile. Um, so we are already doing this virtual uh, engagement uh, that's there um, uh, with them. And these new kids coming to um, campus uh, are bringing with them uh, usually an average of six different devices. Uh, they're using all of our uh, applications that are now uh, about 60% coming from the cloud um, and uh, uh, so forth like that. So uh, the future warrior, as you describe them, is a person who uh, maybe has to have a foot in both worlds. Uh, maybe has to have the skills and the knowledge uh, to uh, not only be that leader, but also uh, be that artist, as you described, and have both uh, both feet in there. I, I'm not sure that our future uh, will not be more of the virtual and less of the physical. Uh, but certainly on our campus, as long as we're having residential students, it will certainly have that physical uh, nature to it. Uh, but the more students we add, and we're, we're growing at about uh, 100% a year on our, on our uh, online distance learning, um, we're going to have more virtual students. And they do not necessarily physically have to be here uh, to, in order to help them or assist them or answer their problems or make systems work. So uh, maybe we're looking at a hybrid as we go forward, um, uh, and not so much as uh, in, in the physical uh, nature to that. Let's take a quick break, uh, break, listeners, and we'll be right back. And let's talk about the self-belief, self-discipline, self-respect, and the need for stability on personal front, which as an individual, because frankly, these soldiers are human too, they need all of this to be effective, even as a soldier. So one is to do the command and control approach, which is someone is being managed as a soldier. Another is to take a leader's approach who would make sure that these qualities or these, these traits, if you will, are demonstrated and are, are developed in these people so that they become the soldier and you unleash that soldier from within. Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore how to make that happen. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management and Document Sharing Solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. 
Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, John, since uh, these soldiers are human too, we got to develop them to be good human beings who have got good level of self-respect, the the belief in themselves, the the discipline that they develop so that they focus and and uh, achieve the goals at their personal and professional. Because what they do in their personal life also is going to have a reflection on what they do for you when they come to the office. So, what are what are the organizations and leaders like you doing? so that their human side is satisfied, so that the worker side of them flourishes. They have a, uh, I think all of my staff um, certainly have a, a life away from here or want to have if they, if they uh, do that. And uh, I think that balancing that uh, um, life for them becomes important. Um, and they have an expectation uh, at least the young kids do, uh, that I'm not dedicating my life to your, um, to your organization. Um, that's the way they come in, start up that way first. Uh, but, you know, there's something that happens here in an educational institution uh, that usually once they come in, they stay. Uh, I don't know what brought them here. They have various reasons to come, but the reason to stay is because of the life-work balance that we try to give to them, Uh, understand that they have a family, Uh, understand that things happen in families, Uh, that, uh, you know, the kids get off to games or uh, sports or medical appointments and uh, uh, or that they get sick. Uh, things like that are important uh, to consider and to make sure that you're balancing uh, that for them. I think the second uh, piece of that is that um, the organization has to build trust with each employee uh, and as they come in and uh, uh, that uh, they respect, we respect them as a person, respect them as a job. Uh, for that they do, as well as to have them respect us. Uh, if we trust them and they trust us uh, as employees, we then have the ability to create a team. Without trust, we have no team. And I think that paying attention uh, to them and to their lives and to uh, their work or their uh, life outside of work uh, becomes important. Uh, that we are there for them and that we can show that we can cover for them when they're not here uh, is uh, showing a sign of trust for them too. Let's talk about courage. 
Now, we always have, uh, we, we develop courage or we demonstrate courage when we, we really feel strongly about the mission or, or, or what the cause is. And then it also is seen as a function of how much training and preparation we have done. And finally, there are some people who are just courageous, just their <laughs> DNA. Yeah, right? they are. So, yes, they so, are. So, yeah, so, so some of them are just like that. They will jump into the swimming pool without floaters on. And it's great to have such people, but not everyone is like that. And you want people to have courage because there will be times when you're not watching and they were expected to show courage, but they did not. And, and the overall mission did not reach its potential the way you would have imagined or believed they would have done. What do you, you do know, about that? You know, one of the things that I found most interesting about IT people is they hate to get up in front of a group. They hate to present anything. They hate to talk about anything, and particularly about themselves a lot of times. Um, and what, uh, what I try to do for, and that, as, as an example, what I try to do for, for those individuals uh, is to um, uh, bring them in front of the group, stand with them in front of a group, uh, help them uh, learn how to uh, uh, present in front of a group, and uh, give them several opportunities to do it. Uh, as an example, I, I would say the same thing with working with the business owners. Uh, they've worked uh, most of the time uh, in the system uh, that these business owners are using. Uh, maybe the discussion is, why don't you go have a conversation with the business owners about what they like and dislike about the system that you are creating? Or uh, how about the security system? Uh, do you talk to the users about that and get them out of their comfort zone a little bit, but do so in a way way that is not uh, uh, embarrassing or threatening to them. Uh, I think if we can uh, do get them to stand in front of a group and, and speak and become comfortable, they have more confidence in themselves and confidence then builds the courage uh, uh, for them to try uh, new things or to uh, suggest things or to actually crawl out on that limb and actually do something different. What do you think about someone... Uh, being decisive means they really can take action as individuals or as groups. Do you think we have to work there as well? Because that's an uh, that's that's a Ab key trait for a soldier. M absolutely, most most people do not like to make decisions because they think they're going to get bashed if they make the wrong decision. Uh, life's good at doing that. We do that every day. But in work business, do we encourage? our staff to actually make decisions, uh, to not be afraid to make the decision, and if the decision is not right, then to go back and work with them. The staff development uh, time and effort it takes to do that is tremendous, but uh, it pays dividends long-term if we encourage those soldiers uh, to, uh, and employees to go out and, and to do some things within certain parameters because like you started with the warrior concept, um, if, um, if they're going to go out and be disciplined about it, then they also have to know what the um, parameters are for making decisions to, to that so that they're disciplined in their decision-making. One final question, 30 seconds. What do you think you as a general should do because your team and, and what will happen in the war will be as good as the general that they have? Um, show what them changes the, would you make in yourself? 
to be a good uh, job. Well, changes in myself, uh, stay on top of everything I can, uh, encourage them uh, to, to try new things, uh, to be a cheerleader, uh, to uh, demonstrate the, uh, the path that I think our organization needs to be, to be supportive to achieve the missions of this institution, which is to educate students, uh, and to engage them into that process as much as possible. On behalf of the show and our listeners, thank you so much, John, for sharing your thoughts about how these soldiers can get the best from the general like yourself and other leaders in other organizations and how we can help them develop the best focus, discipline, courage, and all the other qualities that you require so that they can unleash that soldier from within, the warrior from within. Thank you so much. Thank you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the discussion, got some nuggets out of it. Please like us on Facebook, search for CTN, CIO Talk Network, and please be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjogal, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening. CTN CIO Talk Network is brought to you by Redmain and BlackBerry.